0: Thank you for joining us. Today on Drawing Near, the Apostle John continues to describe the fall of Babylon the Great. It has seduced the kings of the world and influenced the nations, the people, to indulge in her sins. Now we see her judgment and the sorrow of those who suffer loss at her destruction. I encourage you to open your Bible and turn to the Revelation of Jesus Christ, chapter 18. And join us for a call for justice. Let's pray together. Father, we pray that today as we study your word, our primary goal will be to draw near to you, to see you revealed in your scripture and your son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us to worship you, to study in a devotional way today, not just with our minds, but with our hearts. Help us to sense your presence and to give you glory and honor. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. In our last study, we heard an angel who had great authority cry out mightily against Babylon. His cry was, she is fallen, fallen. As we looked at the passage, God called his people out of her because her doom was certain. Her city was described as full of demons the dwelling place of every hated carrion bird, a prison for every dark soul, which is just the opposite of what we will see a little later described by the merchants who see her fall. At the end of the passage, in verse 5, we saw for her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. It is after that that we read the following words in verse 6. The angel looks to God and and says, Render her just as she rendered to you, and repay her double according to her works. In the cup which she has mixed, mix double for her. In the measure that she glorified herself and lived luxuriously, in the same manner give her torment and sorrow. For she says in her heart, I sit as queen, and am no widow, and will not see sorrow. In these verses, we see the angels call to God for justice. When I read these words, I hear Paul's words in the book of Galatians in the last chapter, which says this, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that he shall reap. Then Paul continues, For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, that he who sows to the Spirit of the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. It is a source of amazement to me and encouragement that we see so many passages in the scriptures that relate to one another, that explain one another. In this case, we see a passage in Galatians where Paul is warning not only believers, but everyone that if we sow to the flesh, we're going to suffer. If we sow to the Spirit, we're going to be blessed. And now we come to Revelation, and we see that call for justice. To render unto Babylon what she deserves, we see that call for justice, and it mirrors what we see in Galatians. She is going to reap what she has sown. She has sown to the flesh. Now of the flesh, she will reap destruction. This call for an enemy of God to suffer retribution or justice or God's vengeance is similar to all of those calls that we see in the Old Testament. Many times I think that we who are of the New Testament church, we who call ourselves those under grace, we fail to remember that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. His hatred towards sin and his justice that requires sin be paid for, has not lessened or diminished at all. We simply are under the grace of Jesus Christ. We by faith have trusted in him, and so God, having accepted payment for our sin through the blood of Jesus Christ, receives us graciously. But those who do not come to him through Jesus Christ are not going to be received graciously. They are going to suffer eternal torment. Now, the passage that we're looking at today doesn't really require a lot of explanation, but there are a lot of verses to be read. And so I want you to, if you can, follow along in your Bible. It'll be much easier than just listening to me read. But in verse 6, as we've already read, the angel cries to God to render to her to Babylon just as she is rendered to you. Do to her what she has done to you. It's the idea of an eye for an eye. But remember, Jesus says, you've heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, Jesus says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. Well, here's the angel's call to God to repay. Render to her what she has rendered to you and repay her double according to her works. In the cup which she has mixed, mix double for her in the measure that she glorified herself and lived luxuriously, in the same measure give her torment and sorrow. For she says in her heart, I sit as queen and am no widow and will not see sorrow. In her heart, she was something. And yet in the same passage of Galatians that Paul tells us that we will reap what we sow, in that same passage, we read these words. For if anyone thinks himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. And that's exactly what we have here. Babylon thought she was something when she was nothing. She said, I am a queen, I'm no widow, and I will not see sorrow. And yet what we see in this passage is her sorrow. Because of all of her iniquity, because of her persecution of the saints and the prophets, Because of her sumptuousness, her materialism, her greed, the way she intoxicatingly seduced the world to follow after her, we read in verse 8, Therefore her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. We're told here that God is going to use the plagues that have been previously mentioned. And as we've read before, the kings who committed adultery with her are going to hate her and turn against her, and they are going to burn her with fire. God is going to use the kings of the earth to turn against the city of Babylon and judge her. Please don't miss the last part of verse 8. It is so easy to roll right over phrases like this. The angel says, For strong is the Lord God who judges her. God is strong. God is mighty. He is the Lord God Almighty. We serve the strongest being in all existence. Our God is a mighty God. He's a refuge in a strong tower. He is able to save to the uttermost. We need to constantly remember He is a strong God, and in his strength as the Lord God who sits on the throne of heaven, he judges Babylon. Following this in Revelation 18, we have a lengthy passage that talks about the mourning that results or the sorrow that results over her judgment. It's a lengthy passage, and it doesn't require a lot of explanation, as I've already said. It's there primarily to remind us of how devastating the loss of Babylon is to the world, particularly the merchants of the world. So follow along as I read. The kings of the earth who committed fornication and live luxuriously with her will weep and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning, standing at a distance for fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come. So although they hate her and even participate in her destruction, they mourn her loss because her loss costs them luxury. And notice there was no adjustment period for her loss, no way of preparing for it. It comes in one hour. It comes swiftly. In verse 11, we read, and the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her for no one buys their merchandise anymore. Merchandise of gold and silver, precious stones and pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, scarlet, every kind of citron wood, every kind of object of ivory, every kind of object of most precious wood, bronze, iron, and marble, and cinnamon, and incense, fragrant oil, and frankincense, wine, and oil, fine flour and wheat, cattle and sheep, horses and chariots, and bodies and souls of men. Don't miss that. Slaves. The souls of men were sold. The fruit that your soul longed for has gone from you, and all the things which are rich and splendid have gone from you, and you shall find them no more at all. The merchants of these things who became rich by her will stand at a distance for fear of her torment, weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen, purple and scarlet, and adorned with gold and precious stones and pearls. For in one hour such great riches came to nothing. Every shipmaster, all who travel by ship, sailors, and as many as trade on the seas, stood at a distance and cried out when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, What is like this great city? They threw dust on their heads and cried out, weeping and wailing and saying, Alas, alas, that great city, in which all who had ships on the sea became rich by her wealth, for in one hour she is made desolate. Now note here, no one's really mourning the loss of Babylon. No one's feeling for Babylon. Rather, they are mourning the loss of what Babylon provided for them. They're mourning their own loss. Whether it's the kings, the merchants, the sailors, the people of the world who indulge in all of these things. And we're not just talking about the rich things. We're talking about everything from uh, spice to food to livestock to clothing Everything is encompassed by what Babylon provides. And over and over again, each of these groups point out that her judgment came suddenly. In one hour, she was utterly laid waste. And then in verse 20, we read these words. Rejoice over her, O heaven, and you holy apostles and prophets, for God has avenged you on her. While the world is mourning the kings and the merchants and the people, the sailors, heaven is called to rejoice over her judgment, especially the holy apostles and the prophets, for God has avenged you on her. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I will repay. That's why we turn the other cheek. That's why we love our enemy and we pray for them. Because God is the judge. And he is faithful to avenge all those who suffer persecution for the name of Jesus Christ. Also in verse 20, the last thing I want to point out is the fact that the holy apostles and prophets are mentioned here means that not only is this literal city of Babylon being destroyed, but her entire influence, all of her sins are judged in this destruction. In light of God's judgment against sin, particularly the sin of Babylon, we need to remember to not grow weary of doing well. We need to sow to the Spirit so that we reap life as a result of sowing to the Spirit. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for your justice. Thank you for your grace. Help us to live wholly before you as those who, who have experienced your love, mercy, and grace. And help us to share the message of your grace, your glorious gospel, with those who will listen. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and he will draw near to us.